Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils post-game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Don't forget to leave a like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totri, joined once again by my good friends Sean, Shane, guys. ASU falls short to the Wildcats, a final score of 67-56. to 56. This was tough. ASU led for the majority of the first half, didn't trail at all in the first half to the Wildcats, but ultimately falls short. They went about seven minutes in the second half without a field goal. What are your guys' initial reactions? Uh, we've, we've, we've been this, we've done this before, you know, lots of hope to start the game and just falling flat. The, the, if you could really encompass Arizona State's season into one player, it would be DJ Horn starting off super strong in most games, you know, five for six from the three point line at the beginning in the first half. And then virtually a non-factor in the second half. It's just bizarre how they go away from things that work. Um, you're still getting weird shot selections, uh, but I, overall, this isn't something to be sad about. I mean, it hurts because this team lost, obviously, but it's not the worst. It's not a bad loss. Definitely not a bad loss. Yeah. I mean, you like, obviously, it sucks. And like, with the way the game ended, it's painful. But like, I go back to the conversations we had yesterday. I don't, none of us expected this game to go like this. I mean, you and you and I, well, Shane is the exception. But how seriously can you take Shane's opinion because he still believes in Mario? I'm sure we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But um, like Totri and I didn't think this game was going to be anywhere close. I had, we both had this as at least 20 point wins. The spread was yeah. even worse than we had predicted it to be. Um, and they this, they were in this game for the majority of it. Even down to like the last couple of minutes, it was a 12 point lead. And then they hit a three and I was like, it was only nine points. And I'm like, oh, maybe something can happen. Like, this is the kind of games where like ASU obviously is not in the same league as U of A this year. But yeah. when, you, when it comes to a rivalry like this, you want them to be compete and you want the game to be close, and that's exactly what they did. So, I it like I said, it hurts, but it, it was better than I expected, and it gave me hope, I guess, even if false hope. Yeah, 100%. Before we get into the, the specifics of the game itself, I want to touch on the big thing that stood out to me. We can get on your guys' big, uh, big takeaways and what stood out to you, but... For me, this is growth, right? Obviously, like you said, Sean, you want to see this rivalry as close as possible. But I think something that gets thrown out of it is the fact that U of A is the number three team in the country. Like, 
ASU owned, I would say, the pace of this game in the first half. Defensively, they played lights out. Shane, you tweeted it. The narrative is probably going to be, oh, Arizona couldn't buy a bucket. In reality, if you go back and watch the game, ASU played defensively really, really well, specifically Jalen Graham in the paint compared to just the guys that the Wildcats have. Like from a size perspective, ASU played really, really well. And you go back to to Monday's game against USC, right, where they were able to put together that super solid 12 minutes at the start of the game but then fell Mm -hmm. short. In terms of growth, they played a full half of really good basketball and were tied with the number three team in the nation. Ultimately, they weren't able to get it done. But, I mean, like you said, it can't be the narrative of, oh, Arizona just was playing bad on offense. No, and yeah, they they were missing some pretty good looks at three earlier in the in that first half and before they got one to fall in the second half. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I mean that's a part of the game is is you have to adjust to making shots. And and I was thinking about this. What was it about five minutes to go in the first half? U of A is down three points and they only have two field goals, shooting two of thirteen. If ASU starts two of thirteen. They're nowhere near what U of A is because U of A is a good basketball team that knows how to adjust. And what they did was get to the free throw line. And Saul, you did say they need to slow it down, and they did. And that's why ASU was able to stay in it for sure. And to your credit, congratulations. I'm glad you're giving yourself flowers on our show. But the reason why I didn't didn't expect that to work is because I've never seen the ASU offense work when they're in sets. And it was working tonight. They they, They were forcing action. They were, you know, getting to the paint and kicking out the shooters, and they were hitting their threes, which, you know, always always helps but for the most part I thought the offense looked pretty good still some questionable shots but it, 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 it trending up I mean they, they, they showed hard and they were competitive it's all you can really ask for in a game like this yeah 100%. yeah I mean I also I'm also keep reminding myself like obviously like I said this game sucks but I'm looking for positives this this it, this was this game was in Tucson. Like, yeah. think about how this, how differently this game goes if this is in as at DFA, right? I mean, and, and like like I had mentioned in previous games, like or on previous shows, maybe that them being around a crowd like this, they feed off of that, and it's, it's exactly what it seemed like they did. They were they were hustling. They they were clearly outsized, but kept the rebound yeah. numbers at least close. Like. They, uh, they played like inspired basketball. They played like which they always do, but they actually turned that into production, yeah. which was really nice to see and something like we hadn't seen really at all outside of those twelve minutes against USC. So yeah. I mean, in terms of when this rivalry comes comes to Tempe, I'm very excited for what this what I got I, out of this game. Yeah, I do want to bring something up before I just need to get this off my chest. I've been fired up about it since it happened. I texted you guys. The CBS broadcaster, Totra, you weren't able to hear this, but I, I just thought this was ridiculous. U of A banks in a three, um, which ended up being, you know, like the, oh, that, that, that that's a turning point. He called it a dagger. He said this is the dagger in the game with six minutes to go. And to me, that is just so fucking disrespectful. I thought that was just ridiculous that he would say that. I hated it. And that's kind of what this, like everyone out from the outside looking in thinks about this team. Um, and yeah, it turned out to be a really big three. I mean, it, you know, if, if, if you would have said, oh, that's a, that, that, that's a heartbreaker. That, 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 that sucks. That, you know, sure. 100%. But it, don't call it a dagger with six minutes to go. You're saying this ASU team who had fought the entire game has no chance to get back into the game. It's just ridiculous. I, 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 I can't do that. Yeah. It, it goes along with the, the message that this was 
Arizona falling short as opposed to ASU showing up today, exactly. which I think is going to be a lot of the takeaway. Uh, but in reality, again, like we have seen this team grow just over the course of the last few games. Again, I can't I can't stress enough just the difference from from Monday to Saturday, the performance that you saw, especially right out of the gate. Right. ASU played great defensively against USC for the first 12 minutes, struggled for the rest of the game, specifically on offense here. I feel like there was a complete turnaround on top of the great defense that they started out with. They were able to get those buckets to fall. You mentioned DJ Horn earlier. Horn knocked down five three-pointers in the first half. And, like, he was he was just hot, man. Everything was sinking for him. Now, it would have helped if Marion Jackson would have been able to, to hit a couple of his shots or not turn the ball over in some key moments. But And that's where I kind of want to go next is imagine what this game would have been if Marion Jackson would have played the way that he played against USC. We're talking about a very different game here this afternoon if that's the case yeah i said it uh, th- this team needs a guy like did underscore 20 and he finished with 17 by the way after having 15 in the first half um they they need dj underscore 20 plus and they need another guy to be uh, in, uh, uh around that range and they just didn't have that jalen graham was the closest thing to that tonight um that ju- that jump shot is it, it's not a fluke it's pure uh, that, that jump shot yeah. or that's whoa the, the hook not the jump <laughs> shot excuse watch me. yourself the hook the hook shot is pure. The jump shot needs some work, and the, we don't need Jalen Graham jump shots early in the shot clock. Again. 100%. Do we have the uh, Bobby Hurley mood board available? Yeah, we'll I feel like this is – Go ahead and throw that up. It's a, a great time to just get your guys' initial initial reactions. The fans heckling Bobby a ton here at the McHale Center. Shane, let's start with you. Where are you at on this mood board? I'm in between a seven and a two. Yeah, I was going to say I'm, I'm, I'm a, a little hard. happy, but I'm also like mm. – I'm a hard two on this one. I'm just like kissing my teeth. I like I don't know what to. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. you look at it and it's like yeah, ASU hung in this and it was a really good performance. But at the end of the day, we lost to U of A and it's, it's hard to be be yeah. all that happy about that. Yeah, 100. I'm feeling at an eight to be honest. And you just that that's me looking up at the scoreboard and looking at the numbers post game. Like it's just like what could have been, right? Because the team. It, it, the false hope is annoying. Like you've said so much, Sean, I feel like this team is just really keen on playing with Simon fans' emotions, specifically yours. They love to do it. Uh, but it's just there was a lot left out on the court, I feel like. You know what I mean? And that's the last thing that you want in a game like this, in a rivalry up against a number three team in the country. Like, you don't want to leave here today with the fact in your head of, like, what could have been, Right. It needs to be every game. That's that. We left it all on the court. Stop one thing. Go ahead. One good. thing I want to get into before um, we move on to really like the next section is just for another game, the free throws proved to be so so pivotal against ASU. I don't have the numbers pulled up exactly, but I know the margin is just absolutely ridiculous. Like I think uh, the they first shot thirty-two, part, ASU shot fifteen. Like, and how many how many did U of A make in comparison to twenty six of thirty two, eight of fifteen for ASU? Like, yeah. you just you just can't have that. Like, especially when you're playing as well as ASU did defensively. 
that it totally allows them to hang in the game, which is exactly what the Wildcats did. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. a result of of you know ticky text. I mean, they're calling it tight, but as you call a rivalry game, like you, you either call it tight or you call it super loose. There's no really in yeah. between. Um, so you have to adjust to that. ASU still has some dumb fouls early. I mean, I, I knew this team was going to be in big trouble in the second half when they had four fouls in the first six minutes of the second half. Like. You just can't get into foul trouble against a team that forces action like U of A does, and they did. And that was kind of the end of it. I mean, as I said, in the first half, they couldn't get anything to fall, so they got to the free throw line 20-something times. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what happens, what I kind of expected to happen with a team that has such a size advantage over us. Yeah. Like, they, they were obviously – it's it's going to be hard to stop someone like Coloco. Um, I think Enoch, like I had mentioned it on the show yesterday, that he was going to be important. I thought I think he was he great. Pretty yeah. well defensively. He had two big blocks. Like I think he did the best he could when he was playing the best defensive player in the entire conference. Um, and so, like, it, it, especially for his, for his growth specifically, I think there's a lot to be like a, a lot to be happy with, a lot to uh, be hopeful for, but. Yeah, I mean, like Shane said, this wasn't this wasn't I don't think this wasn't the Stanford game where like we were just like the, the fouls were just ridiculous. I think this was just a matter of, of U of A adjusting and this is how they were gonna have to produce points because they weren't shooting threes. Uh and we we missed too many opportunities at the line. Like ASU did not we I at Shane texted at one point. Yeah, yeah. Shane texted at one point during the game. Need both, he may neither. Like it just you it's Shane has mentioned it multiple times when you're an ASU team that is struggling like this, playing the best team in the country, one of the best teams in the country, you have to play mistake free basketball and they didn't do that. It's just the fact that it was this close, even with that is I don't I don't know. It's that's why I'm just kind of sitting here. I was a number two, just kissing my teeth. I, it's, yeah, it's it wasn't, it's, and it wasn't um, like to beat a U of A team that plays incredible like they should. Like they didn't. The, uh, I, and when we said earlier that the narrative shouldn't be U of A was off, like U of A was off. Like that's not. Yeah. Like, but but it was off mainly because of the defense. There are games that U of A plays where they don't. They don't. They, they, it's almost like a perfect game. And ASU would have to play a perfect game to beat this team. Sometimes tonight they didn't have to play a perfect game to win. And they need to capitalize on those opportunities. And they didn't, unfortunately, um, today. I keep saying tonight. It's 3 o'clock on a Saturday. Just a weird time for a game. What a weird game for a weird time, huh? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I just, no, it's just – I mean, I think you saw in the second half just the difference between the great teams and the bad teams. U of A adjusted. They stopped the one thing that was killing them in DJ Horn. And U of and ASU did not. They – you, DJ Horn got shut down, and they had no answer to that. Like but they did they shut him down though? He, he just. I mean, he, in, he, he he wasn't. But he, but there, he disappeared. They didn't really change much. I mean, he didn't take as many shots. Uh, I'll pull up his uh, three-point numbers in the second half. But he he just didn't make any. Uh, he finished. He he missed his his last six threes. Like and and they were good looks. He wasn't chucking anything up. He was getting good looks. I suppose, but like, regardless, if if DJ Horn is not going to be making his shots you need to get offense from somewhere else and they weren't really able to do that yeah and so but that's been i think that's go ahead no go ahead Toby. no i just it's that's, just the day it's just the difference yeah yeah i mean that's been the case for the last couple the couple games shane you touched on it earlier dj horn really capable of putting his team on his back in the first half 
but there is something about halftime <laughs> where he comes back out in the second half and he's just he's not there. He disappears and this isn't like a new thing for him. It's like consistent. Like he's consistently bad at putting the ball in the basket in the second half. And Shane, it's like you said, he wasn't like chucking up like mm-hmm. bad looks. Like the majority of these looks were either uncontested or a guy just a couple feet out. So like and he those are the shots he was hitting in the first half. I, so I need more Jay Heath looks. Yeah, I need more exactly. plays run for Jay Heath because not only can he stroke the ball when he's feeling when he's hot, like he he, he can get really hot. We've seen it in the Oregon game. Uh, we saw it a couple games ago. But he can also get to the rim, and that's something ASC yeah. completely lacks. Uh, Marion tries, but he's a little undersized. Uh, Jay Heath got some beef, man. He does. He really does. And he can finish at the rim with the best of them in the NCAA. I mean, his in-air adjustments and, uh, as I mentioned, his strength, it's its unlike anything on this ASU team. He's really underutilized, I feel like. Um, and Alonzo Gaffney, I don't think, attempted a shot tonight as well, which is a little strange. And you know, he fouled out. Yeah. Alonzo masked me. Well, that was rough, too. They got in some big foul trouble early. A lot Huge. of their, their guys in the paint. And it just... Just Literally bad, big foul trouble. Three bigs uh, combined for seven fouls in the first like 18 minutes of the game. Just you can't have that. You just can't. When you're playing Colo no, and Ballo, you just can't. Yeah. And I think that falls on coaching. I, I want to say that that part specifically. Maybe, maybe I, I get the energy and the emotion at the start of the game when a lot of those fouls were picked up. But there's got to be a point where like you talk during the week of like, hey, you are going to be outmatched, outsized, and outstrength in the paint. You have got to be more aware. Yeah, but of, but but yeah. but but U of A forces the action. I mean, you we saw Enoch multiple times try to stay away and put his hands up, and Colo wasn't having it. He wanted contact. Yeah, no, I, that's what I was gonna say. I think you, you he, he Colo is just so dominant that like you yeah. didn't have much of a choice other than to get physical with him. And then I think I saw when Enoch came into the game in the second half, after he was in a little bit of follow trouble, he would stand there right with his hands up and Coloco would just go by him. Like it, 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 I don't know. It's just the product of being undersized. Like that was a thought I had during the game. It's just like, I was watching this and I was just like, okay, ASU needs to go find someone that's seven feet tall. And I don't know who it's going to be. Just go find someone that's mm-hmm. huge. Cause we just don't, they just don't have the size to compete with with the front court that is and like Tabellus did not like Mike Luke tweeted it out multiple times Tabellus did not look great and he's no, like a he big part of their terrible. front court and so yeah. like even when half of their their front court is not performing they still have Coloco so like yeah. ASU needs size that they just didn't have yeah. and they're not going to have to play Arizona every game so that's a good sign yeah. that's true too that's been their thing though over the course of the last what handful of years like from a size perspective, they've been guard you, so they haven't had to worry about these seven-footers because they're running in transition. But, like, just watching Coloco out here, like, today, he is massive. Like, it's one thing to watch him on TV. This guy's – like, I'm pretty sure if I stood side-by-side, side, I would be to his waist. Like, <laughs> that's how long his legs are, man. Are you his saying legs are massive. You're saying his, his legs, his, his feet to his hip are five-foot, what – 11 right? that's 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 the way they look man that's the way they look <laughs> Wait, they look can i address ginormous. something okay oh, this uh, typical tucson resident is in our chat doing u of a chance after beating asu in the last six minutes of a game who has won like six games this year get the hell out of 
out of here, Gabriel. You should be embarrassed. As who? As just came into fucking McHale and almost beat your ass. That's and rude. covered and covered. That's it. Yeah, and covered on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated fucking sportsbook app, baby. Yeah. Download baby. it today. Use that promo code PHNX. Get just bet just five dollars on any AFC or NFC championship money line. Get two hundred eight dollars in free bets if your team that you bet on wins. I think the only money line worth taking would be the Chiefs. But I know you guys have other thoughts on that. Um, uh, has anything switched guys. since from the last couple days? Give me the Bengals. I'm riding with the Chiefs. Bengals plus seven, Rams minus three and a half. Feed it to me every single day and every single hour for the next 24. Oh. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Just, I mean, we're going to talk about it on Monday. So there's Bengals a great – so to, to inform you a little bit, you can actually head over to the PHNX Sports Instagram page. Click on the Instagram story, and there's a really good informational piece this guy does explaining why the hell the Bengals aren't going to cover. Um, he's also really cute, tall, handsome. Um, so go ahead and I don't remember. That. I don't remember making a video. <laughs> Listen, wait, real quick. No, no, no. I, we can't get into this yet. We can't. This has to be the end of the show. That's 21 plus Arizona only game. Well, first of all, PHNX, use that promo code when you sign up. Um, get five bet five dollars, get $280 in free bets if the money line that you bet on wins this week. Uh, NFL weekend championship rounds. It's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call one hand or next step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Sean is not the best host, or not the not the most attractive host. He's not the hottest host. Yes, I am. Yeah, maybe you are. I think you're I the am. cutest. I wouldn't say hottest. No, I think I'm the cutest. No, that doesn't, that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. All right, do we want to pull up the numbers? <laughs> do we have numbers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, these numbers. <laughs> he thought by the he thought numbers. I thought you had, like, explaining who's cuter. Yeah, 100%. I'm like, I win this easy. But, no, let, I mean, let's get straight to it. And these are the numbers for the game. Um, they'd be very different if you just looked at the first half. But somehow ASU shot only 1% better than the Wildcats from the field after just completely outshooting them in the first half. Three-point percentages, ASU at 38.1, U of A at 13. U of A out-rebounding the Sun Devils 46-41. The assist number is pretty similar. And then ASU ultimately committing five more turnovers than U of A. The big number that jumps out to me right there has got to be the, the three-point percentage, right? Like, well, the three-point percentage is so misleading, though, if you think about it. They made eight tonight to get to that 38% clip. And five of those were DJ Horns. Uh, one of those, uh, when we pulled up, one of those was Mar- Marion Jackson at the end of the game, which didn't yeah. matter. And two of those were Jay Heath's one coming near the end of the game as well. Yeah. Like they didn't shoot well from three. I don't think no, that I'm number talking, is misleading. But I'm yeah, the 13%. Yeah, 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 yeah for 100%. sure. I think the number that stands out to me the most is the 17 turnovers because 11 of them in the first half, which is bad, a lot of them unforced, a lot of weird ones. Yeah. DJ Horn, yeah. like walking out of bounds, basically, a lot of times just losing the ball. Um, on a rebound and but they only had six in the second half so they figured it out they adjusted to something at least yeah so where do they go like we, we've talked home. about it of <laughs> yo you guys are home i gotta drive all the way back <laughs> um i, I just want to get your guys' take on something we've talked about like for the last couple games of okay you know this was a this was a bright spot, but they fell short here. And it's again the same narrative that we've seen for ASU just the last couple games and really the season as a whole. So from this game specifically, what are you taking and bringing it to the next game for ASU? Okay, stop me if I sound like a broken record, which I probably do. But guys, they don't need wins. They don't need stats. The resume doesn't matter at this point. This is a positive sign. You weren't expecting a win at McHale. 
Uh, and the players hate this for sure because, once again, they started off well. They had a chance to win it, and they just couldn't. But mainly U of A took it away. They didn't give it away. Yeah. Uh, and so there, there's a lot of positives to take from this game. I think you find out a lot more about your rotation now. They've now stuck with the same starting lineup for, I think, four games in a row. Uh, and I like it. I like going big. I need more from Kamani, uh, not only uh, on offense, but also – just you, you saw the dunk that like the, at the end of the first half where U of A was trying to start a run and a huge steal and dunk by Kamani really got stuff going. Like that type of stuff needs to happen more. It doesn't have to be a dunk always, just more leadership. So I think you have your rotation now. You know you're going to win games with defense. You held the best scoring offense in the nation or one of the best now because of the UCLA performance in the nation to under 70 points at 67. Like – there are positives, and so I think more than anything, they're finding out their identity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, finally, <laughs> ASU. Like, look at who they have played. They played Stanford, who just beat USC, USC, and then U or then AS or U of A, three of the top four teams in the conference. And they like, obviously, the Stanford game was the foul was ridiculous, but like, they have shown that they're capable of playing good basketball against really good teams. And then they, the last like bad team that they played, they won, they, they beat. So like, like Shane said, they're not playing these teams every game. Like we're going to get past this just absolute hell stretch of a game. And we're going to play, they're going to play opponents that they can beat. And I expect them to do that. The only thing I'm concerned about is them playing down to their opponents, which I don't think Bobby is going to let them do. I don't think think they do that. I think I think they just struggled at the beginning of the season. They've started to figure things out, but just happened. It's just so happened to be at a time where they're playing the worst, the, the hardest opponents they have in the conference. So I, I think there's a lot to be hopeful for. They show that they're able to pl- like, they show that they're able to play well when slowing down the pace today, which I think is 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 very like hope inspiring. I guess um, they showed that they're able to hang with the one of the best teams in the country like there's a lot to be hopeful for it's just once they start putting things together like they they didn't have a good performance from marion if marion and uh dj horn can put together good performances at the same time i i think there's a lot to be hopeful for in terms this of team, this, this no, team yeah, deserves this team deserves fans this team deserves 100 percent on thursday um usc 9 p.m this team deserves to the, a fan base to be at this game and to be loud. Uh, and I, 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 they can win that game for sure. Yeah, they can 100%. beat USC. USC is a little bit fraudulent, and they showed that they can beat him, them for stretches. So I'm excited for that game on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it should be good. I mean, it, if, if you're looking at just what happened over the course, just how much this team has grown in five, six days from that USC game and mm-hmm. just that tip. Like, I went from being – not very not very optimistic that ASU would hang around in the USC game or that they would even hang around in this game. Um, but after watching just the way they started against USC and the way they played a full first half of basketball um, against the number three team in the country, like their, that, that USC game is 100% winnable. And you win a game like that in Tempe – during this stretch where you've got U of A again, you're going to have UCLA. Then you got Washington after that. Like that win is going to be what jump starts, hopefully something really inspiring into the Pac-12 tournament. So much, so many games left. There's so many games left. 
they've been on the road for the last three games and they've mm-hmm. been in every single one of the games. Like there's, it's wait until they get, they get to DFA, especially for that Arizona game when they, they're going to have a crowd. Cause it, again, people always show up for this robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, like Shane said, they should show up for this USC game. Like if they're, if the Sun Devils are at home with a loud crowd after they've hung in these games on the road, ASU was clearly capable of, of winning these games. And I'm not going to lie. Like at a point during this game, I was like, if, if ASU wins this game, they're going to get embarrassed at home. Like, I don't think U of A is the kind of team that's going to lose twice to ASU. And I think it like, but now that ASU lost this game, I think the potential for ASU to be like, look what we just did in McHale. What can we do in DFA? Yeah. I think ASU comes home and they have, they have a chance of, of doing a very similar performance, but actually winning. Totri, how loud was it in the arena after Kurt Carissa hit that three? It like it that must have felt so good. That was a Marion esque slump he was having. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like it was. You I mean, know what's unfair? Why does he get his fir- first name on the back of his jersey? Huh? I know he's from Estonia, but that's that should be illegal. Listen, man, <laughs> you're gonna have to ask him that. Okay, like I have no idea personally. Give me these okay. answers, Totri. Why well, are you even listen. there? Listen, I'll ask. We'll, we'll ask Bobby when we get to talk to him next, which is hopefully very, very, very soon. Um, before we we wrap things up, there was other big news aside from the ASU U of A basketball game that so rudely interrupted the Sun Devils' yeah. possible it's possible so, victory. So mean that he did that. Like it was very rude. Florida that, man. Oh my god. Yeah, a Florida man decided that he may or may not at this point want to retire from the National Football League. Dude, there's no way he retires. There is no, this was the most non-news news ever. It's like everyone's like he's retiring and it's like hot, just kidding, maybe not. <laughs> Dude, like, even when it was like like Adam Schefter, like that's like the end all be all usually. Like when he reports stuff, you're like, okay, this is happening. Even when I thought like saw that, I'm like, no, he said 45, he's coming back. He didn't win a Super Bowl this year, he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I this and also this seems so like Tom Brady and the end near the end of his career has been such a troll. This seems like so like a either he is just trolling about this retirement because this like this the him ret- retiring this way seems so unbrady esque. Like I expect oh, yeah. some triumphant video and like him kissing his kids on the lips and like all of this stuff. I don't expect it to be leaked by Adam Schefter. So I like <laughs> it seems very odd. I can't believe for twenty plus years we've let this man get away with winning seven Super Bowls and kissing his child on the lips on national television. He's just that good. He's just that good. He can do that. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I can't. I can't. I want to no see thoughts? a video of him riding a goat in the Gillette Stadium. Mm. Go back to go back to New England for one season. Let Mac Jones ride the bench because that's what he deserves. He's an overrated quarterback. Wow. Give me Brady one more time. Although wow. I hate Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. Wow. Wait, who did well, you just say is an overrated quarterback? Mac Jones. Oh, okay. he's no, an overrated right. quarterback. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I thought you said Tom Brady was an overrated quarterback, and I was like, hold no. on now. Got Tom Brady is single-handedly – he's sing- too much dip on the chip. He's single-handedly the reason the Chargers haven't won a Super Bowl yet. Single-handedly. I mean, you're, talking, you're talking to a Bills fan, so – Yeah, I, I mean, you, you had to deal with him twice a year. That's pretty bad, too. He owned that division uh, for a long, long, long time. That's yeah, rough. I just – I before I forget, I want to shout out Jade Lavelle. She uh, hit her – she scored her 1,000th point the other night. She's um, so good. Just an absolute, absolute ball. Not enough uh, to get past the number two team in the nation, but nope. they're still they're, they're fun to watch, man. Yeah, they lost by what twenty 
a little more than 20. Yeah. Rough. That's Rough. Stanford women's basketball for you, though. They're just an mm. absolute, don't talk about a wagon. They're just unbelievable. Hey, there's more games to be played. And there's right? also more things to be sung. We haven't done this yet. Why don't we pull up Ooh. our lyric of the game for tonight? Uh, I wanted to go a little more sad than this, but it is still a little bit sad. This comes from one of my favorite artists, Daniel Caesar. Mixing some pain and some passion, nothing is ever enough. And that's, that's what I feel game. like. Because this team, it's always, you know, like I, I'm so, I'm way, I'm in way too deep. I'm just in way too deep with my, my love for this team. Like I will never give up, like the hope. And I until that last buzzer goes off in the Pac-12 tournament, um, it, it just won't go away. And it's there's a lot of passion, but with that, I always know there's going to be pain when I'm watching the game. And I had a little bit of pain, obviously, when they lost tonight, but also. When my boy Marion went down, I was scared for a second. He got assaulted on the ground. Assaulted. Grabbed his knee too. That didn't yeah. look good. That didn't look good for the first couple seconds of that. Not at all. Glad he's okay. I I will say that is a a great lyric um, because this this result hurt, but it only hurt because I I like it. The the hope was so strong. Mm-hmm. Like I I at no point. And watching, I, I don't think at any point when watching an ASU sporting event like football or basketball, I have ever been as like, oh my god, this is like, oh my god, we might do this. Like mm. we we had a they, they had a chance of upsetting U of A. Like I, yeah, it, it totally reminded it me of the exciting. Kansas games, one hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, they they really did. Like it, again, the final score is going to be what it is. The second half is going to be what it is. But if you watch the game all the way through. You know ASU 100% chance, 100% had a chance to win this game and a good one at the La- end. Yeah, last that. thing I want to touch on uh, about this game, Totri, you were obviously there. Atmosphere-wise, how loud was it? What did you think about that? And then compare it to DFA. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it, it, it compares to DFA. They have running water. Uh, they do, from from my knowledge. Working they electricity. Do have running water. Yeah, every everything seems to be working. The lights, the lights did go on. off for a second behind me. Uh, but overall, from an atmosphere perspective, obviously it was killer to start things it's a great out. Place. But U of A, just the way they shot, and then the way ASU was able to slow the pace down, play well defensively, like they were really able to shut things down. Like from a crowd perspective, it really wasn't until they hit the first three in the second half to where this place actually felt like it was the home of the number three team in the country. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't at all until they had sunk that first three. Then every three onward, it was like, uh, okay. And then the student section got into it, heckled Bobby for the solid eight, nine minutes in the second half. Of course. Um, and then, I mean, from that point, once the crowd got into it, it was going to be tough for ASU to come back. So I definitely think it played a role, uh, especially in the second half. But the Sun Devils did a great job in the first half of just, again, controlling the pace and really taking the crowd out of it. It's weird. A team like this, you almost think – wouldn't be able to perform under pressure. And it seems like they play better in hostile environments as of late, at least. I know the UFC, USC game wasn't a full capacity crowd, but there were fans there. Uh, They played well in that first half. I mean, the Oregon game was a full capacity crowd, very hostile, gutsy win in overtime. Like they, 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 they can do that. They just need to get themselves into those positions. And uh, I'm sure we'll see more of those in this long stretch of hell that ASU is on right now. Yeah, they are I mean, the Sun you Devils. Saw, you saw you saw uh, Marion against USC and and DJ tonight. Like they clearly enjoy kind of being the enemy a little bit. Like they they were chirping at the crowd a little bit. Um, they they clearly fed off of that energy. So that's why people need to show up to DFA. 
I'm telling yeah. you, bro. It makes me so mad. I just I've talked about this so much, but be better, Arizona State basketball fans. Just be better. Um, the 92 crew does a great job, um, and you should as well. And show up and be loud. Uh, Totri, what do you got going on at gophnx.com in the next couple of days or in the last couple of days? Last couple of days, we got a great piece on kind of the, the drama that unfolded with ASU football, um, the coaching changes, the offensive coordinator out, um, the, maybe the meeting behind the Brian Billick hire. And actually, you could go check out that article while it's still free. So you should definitely Ooh. go do that before that changes. Um, and then obviously, we're going to have some baseball stuff. We had the very first baseball media availability with the first baseball practice happening yesterday. We should have an article. Willie about. Bloom. Yeah, we, we got a lot of great stuff at PHNX. And that's not even include all the, the great gear that we've got in the locker. It's, it's 20% off sun shirts, right? Yep. If you're a member, though, and to get a membership, you can get your first month for just 50 cents or you can get an AM membership for just under 60 bucks to get a free T-shirt with that. Um, did you get any food when you were down there? I didn't, but I'm looking for a place post-game for sure. Any Any options? Leo wants you to bring her back kimchi time. Kimchi time. Uh, the, my, my, my crystals are telling me no. The crystals, the crystals. The, the stars crystals, aren't aligning. Um, Frog and Firkin has a killer salad and okay. a bunch of other good things. Um, they just kind of have everything. Uh, no anchovies. McDonald's has really good fries. Oh, McDonald's. McDonald's. Really McDonald's. <laughs> Whoa. Tucson delicacy. Wait, McDonald's. wait, wait. Real quick. Favorite fast food French fry. Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Take it back. Arby's. Arby's curly fries. Arby's curly fries. Oh, 100%. Go there you go. Okay. I'm, mine's controversial, but well done in and out French fries. Oh, my God. You like, because cardboard. everyone complains about them being soggy, but if you get them well they're done, trash. they're perfect. Nah, you no, like cardboard. It, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're trying to punch you in the throat when you get back. <laughs> Promise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Anything else? Uh, I, I, yes. Okay. ASU hockey. ASU men's hockey. Minnesota State, 507 tonight. Win or they don't make the tournament, basically. Uh, it's a massive game. Obviously, it's in Minnesota State, so it's not like you can support yeah. them. But like watch the game. It's Good. it's it's a huge, it's a huge game. I mean, you might you can make it to Minnesota State in two hours, maybe. Um, no, you couldn't. No, you can't. But um it's a it's a it's a massive game, so I'm definitely yeah. gonna be keeping tabs on that. Hundred percent up against the number one team. Uh, in the nation, guys, where can the peeps follow you on social media? Oh, you know, it's just right below me. Just yeah. okay, Sean. At Sean underscore the pod. You only get one light skin face per show. You've already exhausted. I get as yours. many light skin faces as I you want. You can follow me on it's Twitter at Shane Beef. Oh man, guys, show is off beef. the rails. You can it follow me with at, beef. at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow the show on social media at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Thank you guys again so much for tuning into this post game show and we're going to have plenty more to come coming next week.